gonna change the world with, with my hockey stick gonna make a, a real difference. difference feed the poor and heal oh baby um Chippy, I just wanted to to bring this magnificent trophy that we we all won together. Won together, I think I led the team in points. Just, yeah, yeah. Just just one more time, uh, by the way, for the people listening, it is a very large silver cup that says uh, North American Cup Competitive Division Champions. Competitive. Let's remember the competitive and, division. And I am wearing the uh, the Puck Daddy jersey here, and I just wanted to to bring it because I I thought of it the other day. I said to, to Hayden up here in the office, I said, "Hey, did you?" know that we are undefeated the puck daddies are undefeated we don't lose we don't lose and don't hayden said yeah in the regular season uh in our men's league, like, no at all ever we have not lost a single game while wearing these jerseys i mean this is a sign of, of a winner mm-hmm. fact. The lo- the, fact. this logo right here and in fact it just it it is all encompassing it is a hockey puck with a crown on top exactly the kings, kings of hockey Kings of hockey. Hockey pucks. King of the puck. King of the rink. King of the rink. For sure. I think that's what's going on. Since we've put these jerseys on, we undefeated in the North American Cup Championship Competitive Division. Fact. (laughs) Fact, sure. We bring those jerseys over to uh, the summer league. most prestigious summer league in possible Canada. Oh, SHL, though. Really a summer hockey league. Yep. And uh, (laughs) we haven't lost a game yet. Lighting it up. Just lighting it up in that league. We've played the worst teams and the best teams. I think now we are the best team. We're the one to beat. So, I mean, that would be un- pretty crazy if we went undefeated. I don't think we're going to lose the game. All- have we played all the teams? It looks like we're not going to. Yeah, we have played them all. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. We're going to. We could probably beat the Leafs roster next year. D- you know what? I <laughs> I agree. Well, we could always do Can that. we set that up? Is there a way? <laughs> like, I'm sure the Leafs would love An exhibition to- match against the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm training. I'm still, like, I'm training to play in the show by 30. Mm. Hayden, why does Latest it? show bloomer ever. Why does it look like on our camera that uh, the garage is sinking? Like, this this sign. Did, is the sign, ba- like, crooked or? It's the, no, it's. It's the GoPro, not the GoPro, the live stream camera. Oh, I just, okay, 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 never mind. That's the guy's got. always getting messed I'm up. Messed up. Hey, Hayden's train. the tech guy. Anyways, uh, if you want to be a champ, you want to be, you, you want to wear the, the signs of a winner, uh, check out the, the Puck Daddy merch. You got to pick up. Yeah. Mm. You can rock a t-shirt. Get a hat. And, and I just got to say our pod as well. We're, we're crushing. Like, the, the pods are crushing on Instagram, on TikTok, on mm-hmm. YouTube. Like, we Let's say it's uh, we're, we're, we got a pretty good thing going on here, boys. Thanks for everyone who's uh, been following us from the beginning. Absolutely appreciate yeah, everyone's appreciate support. It. Everyone who's got the merch so far. Everyone who t- tunes into every episode. People who tune into the, the live streams here. Oh, and Clutch David uh, in the live stream. He's saying, "All I see is three salty Leafs fans." We haven't even talked about Leafs. Who says we're salty? Fully detached. I fully <laughs> accepted. Fully detached. I I didn't even expect us to get out of the first round. I was like, "Oh, I was wonderful." Just... <laughs> We've won two more Fully games. detached the whole time. No emotions ever. You don't see salt. That's the way the, the game goes. It's the way of the road, boys. It's, it's how she goes. You know, it's, it's, so, sometimes a team could have gone all the way to the finals or they get bumped in the first round. You know, uh, years back when Leafs played Boston, right? Yeah. Boston was basically mathematically eliminated in the first round. The Leafs had them. Four to one lead, right? Ten minutes left. It was nearly impossible for Boston to come back from that. They could have been eliminated right then and there and never heard or talked about again. That team would have just, oh, they're, they're a bus. What a terrible team. Let's dismantle them. Let, we need to fire this person and trade this person, right? That's the Boston team. That, that's what would have happened. 
they made some sort of miraculous comeback because of the Leafs' meltdown. Dion Phaneuf pinches, right? Gives up a two-on-one oh, and what? It, it just Russell scored that goal. It's too. a comical series of errors that happened to allow the Bruins to advance the second round. They went right on to the Stanley Cup Finals. So this is the difference between a team being eliminated in the first. That same team that got bumped in the first could have gone on to compete for the Stanley Cup. I like your. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like your perspective here. Hockey is just so dynamic, and it's not like basketball where just because you got bumped in the first round, you're a bad team. Progression isn't linear in in NHL. Then you get a team like Seattle who has no stars at all. And, I mean, they just got bumped out by Dallas. But, like, you don't need all these star players to make it deep. And and you, you play it back five times, you get five different results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would bet if you just replayed the Stanley Cup Finals with the exact same teams, you'd probably have, like, three or four different champions each t- each time. Oh, I appreciate you. Yeah. Hockey, hockey, well, game of balances. I mean, we, we yeah. had a couple of games against Carolina where we had to hit five posts. If we won those couple, those went in. It's a different game, different series, you, different you, outcome. We, we've had a bunch of uh, series decided, uh, game seven, one goal game, or overtime, mm-hmm. right? It's overtime. Who's going home? Yeah, and and it all it takes is a bounce, and that one bounce goes one way, and you know Florida Florida's going on. If not, you know Toronto's going on. Yeah, well maybe not, maybe not Toronto. <laughs> Toronto needs a bit that, more that, than one bounce. That was game five. We need a, a whole bunch of bounces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leafs fans talking about the refs and making excuses. I'm not. Well, I mean the. Was, all right, let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk, talk about, about. We're gonna the, talk about it because it was atrocious. It was the worst refing I've ever seen in the history of the game. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and, let's talk and, about the refs. And does that parlay with the parlays? Yeah, if, you get my, if you get my on double entendre there, <laughs> you think there's some uh, gambling I've never company seen the, pressure. I've never going seen on it here? worse. I've never seen the refing worse. I've never seen the refs make differences, <laughs> non calls. I've never noticed. Chippy, this is a hot, hot, oh, yeah, hot I'm a, take. I'm throwing it out there. Could this be. is a hot You're take. not fooling me, NHL. You're not fooling me. Where is You're not fooling me? Where is gambling the most prolific? Up here in Canada, the, no. The, the 17 commercials per freaking game on uh, t- every game in Canada. <laughs> We've just made the connection here. Oh, we're, yeah. we're uncovering something. Yeah, Gary, nice try, buddy. You see, in Canada, we've got, what, like 30 million people? We don't gamble that much. We're too busy, you know, like doing Canadian things, cutting down trees and, you know, tapping our maple syrup t- trees and, you know. But in, yeah, the sta- okay. <laughs> in, in the States, they love gambling, especially in the southern states. Where are all the teams that are left in the Stanley Cup Finals? Where are they all located? Below the Sun Belt. Come on. There is not a single team north. It's Dallas. It's Florida. It's Vegas. And it's Come the Hurricanes on. all in the southern Come states. Come on. That's but if they insane. really wanted to drive, like, more dollars to the NHL, it comes from, like, the TV. Like, the, they're not getting direct money from the gambling companies. They're getting oh, yeah, they sponsorship are. money. From cool. They they want to drive well, that. They're not. They're gambling they're dollars. Saying, they're not in on every bet. The NHL isn't. They get a deal with each with each um, gambling uh, industry, and then Fair. they get the money from the advertising dollars based on the TV views, which is a lot less for all those teams. Why do you think Vegas is still? Why, why do you think Vegas put out Edmonton? Where's all the gambling? Where's the mecca of gambling? <laughs> Vegas put out Edmonton because they played like infinitely better five no, on five. No, oh. it's because of the heavy four pressure. minute high, missed high stick call with six minutes mm-hmm. left. That's what guaranteed three goals by Drysaddle Dr- and McDavid. Ha- Game seven win. I Edmonton. think there's a bit of there's 
I think that you're onto something in that. Oh, yeah, I, I know. Oh, if Chip, you're onto oh, something. Oh, I know I'm onto something. No one's fooling me. Hey, if, no Chip, one in the if, one's if fooling Chippy me. and I don't show up to the next pod, you guys yeah, know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Because there's big money. There's billions involved here. How much do you think Petrangelo got paid to chop Drysidle's hand off, oh, eh? I bet he got slipped like a, a couple mil in a brown paper bag just left on his front let's door. Slay, let's slay the best player <laughs> in the world. Wrist off his Exactly. Hand. He doesn't do that. Let's slay. Just I, by accident? I wasn't agreeing with you guys, just to be clear. <laughs> I was saying... Well, Hayden agrees. No, yeah, Hayden agrees. I was saying that there's something to when the league is deciding on suspensions. Mm -hmm. that Only one that, game for dry settle for trying to uh, dismember the, uh, one of the, the, the leading goal scorer? Only one game. Yeah. Who, who do you think paid for that? Eh? It, it would have it been three, except for uh, MGM Grand said, hey, only make it one game, all right? Petrangelo in the lineup for a Vegas win. I'm just saying they, they, they know that Canadian fans are going to watch either way. Yeah. So they, they don't, they're not held as accountable to the Canadian teams because like, Canadian fans care about hockey more than U.S. fans, whereas in the U.S. they have to prove that hockey is worthy of playing, and if all of their players, the U.S. team players, get kicked out or they don't win or all this stuff, then – it's not as much of a product for the U.S. and they're trying to get into that market, so they're they're ignoring the. So Canadian they're not fans. fooling anybody with what they're doing. Is what we're saying. I, That's all we're saying. They're not fooling anybody. I don't think anything's rigged or anything is. Oh my goodness! When you have belt. that kind of it, much money being thrown on games, if you don't think it's there's pressure. Yeah, you you're kidding me right now. There's a little there's pressure. No chance. There's not. Ever since this gambling stuff took over, it's, I, th I think <laughs> it's, I've never seen the refing be this atrocious. All right, we'll we'll talk about. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first on the Leafs? The uh, the no goal, Riley. Oh, forgot. Yeah, if we're on this. Morgan Riley no goal. That's let's not goal. let's not dwell on it too long. That's a goal because I can't relive this. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a goal. I Hayden's mean, having heart palpitations. My, Here, you want to my take or you wanted to give your take? You go first. Yeah. Okay. My take is really simple. It was very clearly across the line, but it was also very clearly not proven, and the yeah. ref didn't. The ref couldn't call it in because he couldn't see it. Yeah. And, it, and you can't overturn it without being able to see it on camera. That being said, there's something to be said about using common sense on, like, the footage that you see. It's That's like, the problem is you yeah. can't use common sense because every hockey player that was watching, anyone who ever played the game, looked at that and said, That's in the net. Yeah. And it took yeah. them 0.1 seconds mm -hmm. to, to know, yep, that went in. You see the motion of the pad. You see where the puck was. You see where the pad went. You know it was in. But – Without a video showing a whole entire puck completely crossing that goal line, then it's not. So, so every hockey player says, "Yep, yeah, we know that's in." But by the letter of whatever you know the NHL is using, you can't determine it that way, which is unfortunate. Well, what about this? This these rules that you can't argue with the refs at all anymore. Like the puck was deemed dead before the whistle blew. Oh, what kind of rule? Have or what happened to the continuation rule where even if the whistle blows, it's a continue. So they Fair. they said that the puck was dead before it went in the net. But what happened to the continuation thing? That They've they got all, contradictory rules here. There, well, the shot wasn't in continu continuation. The puck was just sitting under his pad. It's not really. Because yeah, it would have slid. As he was sliding, sliding it across the There's the no goal reason line, for right? the ref to blow the whistle anyway. So even if the whistle did go, it could have just continuation into the net. Hmm. But they did the puck being dead before the whistle blew. Yeah. What rules are these we're making up now? Well, it, it looked to me like the puck was under the pad, the ref was blowing the whistle, 
and um, who was in that? Bobrovsky was in the process of like, okay, play's dead. I'm going to stand up now. And then that's when you see the puck it goes in the net. So clearly there was nothing showing that it was a goal in the re- like in play, like where it was, there was, the that puck one was angle. alive. There was one angle from the front, though. There, there was yeah. one when it's. I like, saw that one, yeah, but they didn't show that on the broadcast, really. No, I know, no, I know, because they can't allowed to. I think that's the one that Dubis saw, and he's up in his little box, and he's like, "That's a goal, that's in, look," and he's pointing to the screen, and he's like, he's just losing it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "That's in," but it's, I don't know. Maybe they didn't show it, or maybe uh, it's just because from this one angle, you had to really zoom in, and like the contrast, you can't tell. Like maybe. A millimeter of the puck is still on the red line, and they're just like, no, yeah. they're on the goal line, you know? Right. Who knows? Um, but it didn't go in, uh, according to the, the letter of the law. Um, and then the o- in OT, what about OT? Where uh, Gudis just grabs Yarncrook's stick. He's oh, like, oh, n- hey, are you going to... Oh, not that. Not even that. No. How about the... How about the... We have to come to... No one saw Brody bat that puck out, and they didn't call a penalty on that originally in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they well, conglomerate. The Florida bench saw it. They're all jumping know, around. But <laughs> that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They didn't see it. They didn't call it. You don't call that. That's a missed call. You don't call a penalty there. Like that's you okay. cannot call that a penalty when you guys don't see it. You could easily just gone. Okay, we didn't see it. Like we're not going to call a penalty here. Fair. But they got together. No one called it originally. Yeah. But it's overtime in a game friggin' six. Yeah. I th- what oh. is the what is the rule on that? I think they. They're allowed to review it if they make the call. So then they huddled, pretended not to look at, up at the Jumbotron, and then made the call so that they could review it and see who it actually hit and then actually got it right. But like, they didn't review it. Yeah. No, they did. No, they didn't. Well, like they were. They're not allowed to review that. You're not allowed to review that. The over the glass? You can't review it. No. Can't review over glass. What's your, what's your feeling on the over the glass call? Do you think it should stay or do you think it should go? I'm thinking it was a garbage call that they didn't. I think make. it's. But I it's think like, the, the rule to begin with. Was just to stop guys from like oh, yeah. launching the puck up at the I'm glass nervous. and regard not caring if it went over or not. But like you know, every time it goes over, it has never it's like since that rule is implemented, it has never gone over the the glass on purpose. It's always an accident. Mm-hmm. Someone always accidentally puts it over. Except, uh, like that Brody one, right? Like, that Brody one. I would say that's a deflection. How does that even count as a? It was a like batted out of like it wasn't like it was a. Clean shot, shot it over the glass. If it's like saying. a deflection, in my opinion, that's just like, oh, it deflected. I mean, it did go clean over, but you also couldn't even see it go over the glass. You just assume it did. But low key. <laughs> yeah. But it was right at the player bed. The stick was just there, and it could have just been like. Yeah. So if it's like a complete. You batted accident, it out of the air. Like, yeah. It's a deflection, in my opinion. That's not even a penalty. There. To be honest, so, so should there be an amendment to that where it's like, okay, if it like deflects off someone's stick or. Batted it out like, of the air. Like, you can't, like, it's like. Like, there was a bunting one. I think bunting just clearly sent it right out like he goes to shoot off the glass but the puck like flipped up on his stick and he sent it like yeah like, over it's like that, sure. okay well yeah you're, it, it was an accident but you should you know to do that mm-hmm. do you think they should uh they're gonna revise that that rule at all because or just leave it in there it's like a free penalty they're just gonna leave it in there. they're not gonna they're change there. it i don't think I, I see in the chat here uh who was it um mini stick kid says i loved the dry side all burger flipper video coach chippy did oh, with the beauties so, Ta- that, that was hilarious talk myself. talk about the tiktok there what did you do yeah so i was uh watching the game and i'm just like looking at dry blade and i was like this guy has a canoe paddle of a blade it is massive max how height? is this thing legal max like, length <laughs> so i go i'm like oh like if if edmonton loses like i could do a funny dry video of him like putting the, the burger flipper away 
So yeah. there's going to be some more memes. from. Oh, there you go. So you made the blade like 30. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so I went I went into, I got some some paper from the printer. Yeah. Cut out a little like canoe paddle blade. That's awesome. Stapled it together to make it longer. Yep. And then uh, taped it onto the stick. Made a hilariously oversized blade. And it's like yeah. dry side, I'll put his stick away. But I saw uh, Pro Stock Hockey. They had a dry sidle stick, a pro stock. So I've oh got it. Look at the, look at the length of that. That's a that's dry sidle's oh blade right there. Do you have a regular one? That it's why. Oh no, I didn't grab the regular one. But it is basically a regular blade is like a couple inches shorter. Anyone uh, listening, it's just a ridiculously long blade. And uh, if I you want to, yeah, if you want to hop on the uh, the YouTube later, you can see how long it actually is compared to a regular one. Is this Chara's stick? Yeah. Chara's yeah. Totally. And Chara probably already has like a pretty long one. But anyways, wow, we're gonna play. We're gonna go uh, play. Gotta get the right angle here. There you go. He's got a little extra um, blade there to work with. So I'm gonna give uh, Dry Sidle stick to Hayden because he's a lefty, and get him to play a game with it and see if he can score using uh, Dry Sidle's blade. But yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous burger flipper he's got there. I call, I call being in uh, Dry Sidle's canoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also did a video uh, last week where. I brought Chara's stick out, and Chara's stick is ridiculously long. And I said, if any of the boys uh, can score a goal with, with uh, Chara's stick, we'll do 100 bucks on the money board. So we're doing money board at our men's league games. Give me a right Maybe that's man. the secret to our winning. Is yeah. the money board? Yeah. All right. It's like motivating the guys to try hard. I'll explain Don't it quickly stick. on the pod. Stick. Basically, we'll call out like a few things that you, you have to do. So like, okay, maybe the first goal, we're going to drop 40 bucks on the money board. And whoever scores the, 40 or whoever scores the first goal gets $40. Uh, for dry sidle stick, I said anyone scores, or sorry, uh, Char's, anyone grabs Char's stick and scores a goal with it, 100 bucks, right? And then like a shutout, okay, goalie gets a shutout, 100 bucks. Um, basically, I'm taking all their, their league fees that they paid to me, and mm -hmm. I'm just trying to give it all back to them. Yeah. Right? Instead of buying beer with it, for, like we just we bring uh, the BioSteel instead, and I put money on the money board. But what we're doing is whoever wins, they win the money, but it goes into the team kitty. Mm -hmm. Right, and at the end of the year, we'll we'll use all that money uh, for a team party. Maybe donate a little to like a really a minor hockey or something like that. Maybe a parking lot barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, a golf yeah, tournament. I like the, <laughs> let's do a little party. So. Little, little, little party. <laughs> hey, we're, we're gonna go to like the the Veta Spa. We're gonna relax <laughs> right there. Anyway, so so that's what we've been doing. So uh, I'll I'll bring uh, dry or yeah dry settles uh, twig and see if he can <laughs> score one with you. Oh, and the funniest thing. So Tom, uh, the defenseman on our team. He grabs the stick and it's like a foot and a half longer Bobby. than him. And, and he says, Tay, if I score a goal with this, all five of us are going to ride it. <laughs> you know, the old ride the yeah, stick yeah, yeah, celebration. It's almost long enough to do that. <laughs> almost long enough for the entire team to hop on. <laughs> he, he snapped a nice one up the middle to me with that Chara stick. He was yeah. coming out the blue line. I was, I was curling. My dad's 6'4", and I feel like he should use a stick that he, he could. already, yeah. How hilarious would it be, though, not only one guy riding the twig, but, like, the whole team hops on it. <laughs> it's the like train. a choo-choo train. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be the most insulting team selly <laughs> Oh, right by, the, right by the other team's best. In men's, yeah. <laughs> last game in men's league. So, there, I guess there was a lacrosse tournament at this rink. Oh. So, there was, like, a ton of just a lot of people at the rink. I go in. Kiddos. I go in, buzz in. I kind of had the hoodie up a little bit, like... You know, I gotta get to the game, get get my gear on. I get stopped a little bit, quite a few, quite quite a few pitchers. 
So now I'm going out. We're going out. We got kind of a crowd building up on the side of the boards. <laughs> I'm, so, t- I'm trying to do warm-ups, and these kids are like, can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie? I'm like, there's, I, I only never, have one minute to warm up. I've, I've got, <laughs> I, didn't yeah, ever, exactly. I didn't get to warm up at all. No. I, I, had, I had zero warm I didn't warm up, and I have, I don't have my skates profiled. No. So I've been using these flat blades, and I could barely cross over. Mm. But I got the crowd out there, and mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go out here and, and do something. First shift, seven seconds into the game. <sighs> I go in. Oh. Stevie just feeds me. Yeah. I slot, just torch this thing shelf. Yeah, Steve. yeah. Steve's pretty solid. Him and Tay and added a lot to the squad. And he had the Chara stick. He had that big stick energy. Yeah, the, yeah. no, I wasn't using the Chara stick. But if, I, if I was, I probably would have scored as well because that's what I do. So yep. then I... You know, I got the kids all along the board. Oh, the so crowd I, went wild. So the I, crowd the went crowd wild. wild. So I give him one of these, right? So yeah. I give, I, I, I get <laughs> yeah. the hands. I give him a little. Playing it up. And then, and then Buddy on the other team goes. He didn't know. He goes, is that your first goal? Oh. He goes, is that your first goal? Yeah, man. Thank and you. Th- and then I go, I'm about to do that to you guys all night. That's what <laughs> I said to the guy. I said, that's going to be all night, brother. He's like, you do know this is men's league, right? <laughs> I said, I play hockey, brother. <laughs> I said, I play hockey. I'm about to do that to you all night long. Hey, I'm not, ki- I'm not <laughs> then, kidding. Then, there was like 30 kids watching and cheering. They were chanting his name. Yeah. Like, Jimmy, Jimmy. All night, I said. And, 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 the next and then shift, he buries. And the next shift, these guys are targeting me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just come out with a cross check. Just, oh, my God. Bro, cause, but they, they were trying to like full-on body check me, so it got nasty. And then I broke my lace, my skate lace. Yeah. On the goal, I broke my lace. That's so a nasty cross check. Break your skate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cross checked no, his laces. My off. skate lace blows. You know what's up big impact the when the shoe flies off? <laughs> skate lace blows up after the tuck, and mm. then I have to like go back to the bench, and I'm like, I couldn't tie my skate. Really, I had to like do this little, the half knot on half the side. Knot on the side, and yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Still hey, went out and. T- w- tell him what happened the, the shift after you. Hey, when uh, did you do something? <laughs> what? Did you do something out there? So, so I was focused on my game. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what you were going, had going on. Chippy bingos, right? Gets the crowd going. Mm-hmm. Uh, next shift, I step in, step on uh, center ice. Oh yeah, you did. Right, and and the kids are ah, coach, coach, Jim, yeah, yeah. right. They're, they're all okay. I gotta get one. Chippy gets one. <laughs> so a uh, nice little <laughs> nice little setup there. Step across the blue line, deke out the D, and. Uh, Rip it right under the bar blocker side. Did, yeah, did. yeah, and and the crowd goes wild. You got and I hopped on Chara's stick with the whole. T- yeah, we <laughs> no, it. no celly for me, but the the kids loved it. And then they left, and I was like, perfect. No, you know? then I went out next shift. Cross jack. What did I do? Right. What did I do? I Lost. sent I sent Tay on a B way. Oh, I was in talks one and one first two shifts. All yeah. I needed to do. Crowd, that's crowd, more on that's more leaves. on Tay than you. I'd say Tay does that every game. What? <laughs> that's breakaways. No, I just yeah. sent him on yeah. a money B way. He's, he's pretty quick. Gave him a little like feather pass, like a delay, like drew the defenseman to me. Just like sauced it over this. It was a beautiful <laughs> dish. Uh, you want to do uh, hypotheticals here, Hayden? Yeah, or? let's do that. Let's yeah. have some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun here on the pod. All right, so I came prepared with. I think two. I, I could make it one, but I'm going to like try to separate it so it's easier for you guys. Okay. Um, so obviously, the Leafs, there's change ba- is bound to happen, whether it's with the players, management, or both. Mm-hmm. We talked a bit about it last episode before the Leafs were even eliminated. Before we get to that, I'd like to even say that my hypothetical from last episode came true. Yeah, it did. <laughs> which, yeah. I, which I didn't like. Yeah. Which I didn't like. We're never doing that again. Uh, okay, so... Never manifesting that again. No, no pretending, Hayden. No pretending. Yeah, we're never doing that again. Wait, is is change imminent for the Leafs? Are they going to shake things up? Because every year they say you got to shake I, it up. I, I well, we, we got to get into I that I think more, I know what's going to happen. Okay. 
Yeah. So we'll talk about that a, a bit more, but just for fun here, mm-hmm. um, since we know that probably the core four is getting split up. You think? It maybe not, but let's go under the assumption that that yeah. is the Leafs are every, everyone's on the table. Mm. They're considering it. Mm-hmm. Right? No move off the off the limits. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that being said, Mitch Marner. Yeah. When he was like negotiating his contract, do you? I don't know if you guys remember one of the teams that was very interested in him that was supposedly going to offer him like thirteen mil or something, fourteen mil or something like that. So- which was like just like a ridiculous amount. That's a lot of bio steals. Um, Columbus, mm. the GM from Columbus, uh, Kekalainen, I think Kekalainen. I don't remember his first name. <laughs> anyway, they were very interested in Marner. Hypothetically, if you're Kyle Dubas and he, you stayed as GM for the Leafs, Kekalainen comes to you and says, "I'll go Goudreau for Marner, and I'll get and I'll throw in a draft pick." Do you do it or no? Mm. Just for the change. I like Johnny Hockey, but I just don't know if he really has an, an a pick though. But like, I don't think I I don't because uh, it's the same pl- soft player we're getting back. Yeah, I mm. wouldn't do it just because it's nah. I don't think Johnny Goudreau's want to hit either. Nah, I don't think yeah. it's like the change right. needs to be like a Kreider. Yeah, you know, like, Kreider, Kachuk, mm, like yeah. someone more big body. Yeah, yeah like if we're getting rid of Tage Marner, Thompson. Hey, yeah, send him yeah, for Tage. Yeah, send him for Tage. And teach teach the Give six foot Tage. five Tage Thompson Give how to me crush. Tage who? Uh, <laughs> Tage who? Tage Thompson and Matthews would be a would be a good combo. <laughs> they train together. A couple Arizona yeah, so boys. Would, hey, he's from no. Arizona. I would say no to that. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. So fair. I kind of anticipated that, but I, I could see that being something that's thrown out there behind the table because Dubas yeah, okay. and Techline have been done business before. Okay, well, hold on. For your hypothetical, who wants to go play in Columbus? Yeah, I don't know. But I, if I, I've, never, I've never been to Columbus, maybe it's a good I place. guess that uh, Goudreau does. He did. Johnny, Johnny Hockey? <laughs> he, he Johnny Hockey. He's like, I'm going to sign the biggest ticket in my career. I don't care where I'm going. Yeah. Um, okay, second hypothetical. Florida. Yep. Approaches the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Says, we'll go to Chuck and Verhege for either Marner or Matthews. Oh, Marner. All that's, day. A, that's an easy one. I'll do that all do, day. Do, we'll do Marner? Oh, yeah. All day. Verhege and Kachuk for Marner. That's it. That's like they lost that trade. Verhege's a 40. You've got more goals than Pappy. Yeah. And and Kachuk had 105 points this year. A nine. Did Verhege have 40 goals? 42. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Goals are. Rips. Goals. Oh wow, I, I missed yeah. forty-two rips. Yeah, yeah. forty-two rips. Yeah. yeah, that would okay. Yeah, yeah that off. would be easier than I thought. He went off. Um, he also used to be a Leaf. Hmm. Yeah, but no, got, he was. He we was got uh, rid of him for Shen by the by the Leafs. Yeah, yeah he yeah. never. They never gave him a shot, but he, he played for the Marlies. Yeah, he was in their system. Like they could have developed him. We traded him mm-hmm. for. Yeah, he's he's unreal. <laughs> they traded him and four other players for who? I don't know. I, don't I saw know. it the other day. I saw it. Would you go Verhege for Nylander? See, no. No, no, no. I like Styles. No, I don't know. I think Willie has a lot of upside still, and he's making seven. And and maybe like Verhege is just like connecting, has the right chemistry, and maybe he comes to Toronto and doesn't have that same chemistry. It's a bit of a. Right, I like Willie I mean? Styles. Like, let's go have some fun. I like that little personality he mm. had went before the game four. Right. I think I'm just gonna have some fun. I like that. Like he, that was the swaggiest answer anyone's ever given. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Oh, so so Leafs traded uh, Verhege for uh, Grabner. 
Mm. Oh my goodness. They gave away Verhege. A long time ago. Matthew Finn, Taylor Beck, Tom. It was in 2015, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we couldn't have predicted who's going to rip 40. No. No. But maybe if they were better at developing beliefs, we would have known. And All right. So so there's the, the hypos. Uh, let's do. Oh, okay, we're going we're gonna to end with the quiz, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll end with the quiz. Let, yeah. Let's go deeper into the leaves, eh? So. Are they going to dismantle? Are they not? Is there any changes going to get made? Who are they going to move? Let's break this down because okay. I think management yep. is the thing that you have to focus on first because if management changes, then that pretty much dictates that players are definitely going to change. Okay. You know, like realistically, yeah. if, if the GM changes, they're going to change something. What about coach? Coach, coach um, safe or what? So we're, we're starting. Let's start up top. Mm-hmm. Brandon Shanahan. Is he staying or is he gonna, are they going to have a change because he's going on his 10 years now? Oh, is he? I feel like that's a tough word to start. Okay, can I explain what I think is gonna happen? Okay, just go go through it. Kyle yeah. Dubis is not going anywhere. No, um, he's made great he, moves. So like, if you want to sign Matthews, you have to keep Kyle Dubis, in my opinion. Like he's worked with Matthews. Matthews knows. Like it's like mm-hmm. if you want to get these contracts done, like it's not to say that they couldn't get the contracts done and then change GMs after. Potentially fair, but he seems like a. a, a He's worked some wizardry for his I, well. Just listen. Stuff. Just listening to his interview yesterday, like his mm-hmm. fifteen minute presser, it just seemed like he doesn't want to go anywhere else. No. Yeah. If anything, he would just like stop GMing yeah. for he, like a little bit. He's gonna go to baseball. Yeah, he's just gonna like. He said <laughs> completely change it up. Yeah. This year was tough on. He's like, family. I need a sport where I can actually do Moneyball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what he was saying. This year was super tough on his family and like. Right. Man, that stress would have been crazy. Like mm-hmm. you saw, even like the playoff series, he's like fired up like super emotional like his whole jo- like his whole career like mm-hmm. he was like yelling line. back at the tampa bay fans that's what he was saying he's yeah. like yeah i probably shouldn't have done that but i'm emotional he's, yeah he's an emotional and so is keith they're both emotional yeah people. keith i think is his, walk, his he, walking out the door I'm, but that's the thing keith is dubis's guy yep. i feel like i feel like so the way that i look at it is that keith is dubis's guy and dubis is shanahan's guy if I'll start at the top. If Shanahan says, I want to change GMs, then M- MLSC is going to be like, okay, well, we're looking at a different route. We're going to change up you. We're yeah, Shanny, you know? the Shan like, plan done. Yeah, because Shan- Shanny brought in Dubis, and that's his guy. Then it goes down further. Dubis picked Keith. That's his coach. If he wants to change it up, then it's like, or if he doesn't want to change it up and he's too stubborn, then it's like, okay, well, we're going to go a different way with the GM. You know? Also, what they were saying. And Keith is stubborn with the players. He's like, with the way that he's like, um, oh, always like trying the same line with Tavares, Nylander, and Kerfoot on the second line oh, for like every I, single. I stand that line. That was from my least favorite line in hockey. Yeah, and like he's stubborn, and he always goes back to to things like that. Like he's he changes it up, but sometimes too much, and he doesn't change up the things that needs to. Yeah, or he won't change it when I'm like, you need to change this, Keith. He'll change it in the third. I'm like, we need to change this now, like after the first period. You want to know what I I don't know why he didn't do? Just throw. Ryan O'Reilly on the wing with with Matthews, Matthews. like yeah, do like know, Matthews, Yarn Croak, O'Reilly, yeah. easy. Or or at the very least, put O'Reilly on the second line with Tavares. But yeah. but the, like the, the, I would, I wanted to see O'Reilly play like top, yeah, minutes, yeah. With, or at least like high score, like high scoring chances with Matthews, like just muck in front of the net. Like and O'Reilly, Nylander, Matthews. Why didn't we see that look? 
Yeah. O'Reilly is like a playoff guy. He took St. Louis deep. He knows what it takes to win. He mm-hmm. he elevates his game. O'Reilly, Matthews, Marner. We didn't even see. Remember he that was O'Reilly had a Hattie playing yeah. with. Why we did we not see that look? Did we not see? I don't think we did. O- I don't know. That maybe is, I didn't like see a lot of O'Reilly. Odd shift after a power play or something. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is the core, um, forwards on the on the Leafs aside from Tavares, they never play like Matthews, Marner, Nylander. Mm. Like they only he only does that like every now and then. But like I would have liked to see that look in the regular season a bit more. Right. Because like you look right at out. you look at teams like Boston, it's like you throw Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand on the same line all year. They just there's a reason it's it called up. the perfection line. It's their three best players <laughs> all in one line. Yeah. Why not? Like they've all played together on the power play. Why not let them cook? You know, let, let them yeah. cook. Yeah. yeah, let them cook. But well, so, someone uh, said that the reason Oilers got bumped is because they just leaned on their their top guys and like their third and fourth line barely saw any minutes they had like five minutes seven minutes five minutes of like ice time because yeah. it's just like just double shifting the big boys and well, that's what you gotta do well, the oh, Oilers yeah. wow. is just two run and gun i mean they're, they're playing 11 and 7 right like 7 yeah. 11 forwards and they're trying to get dry saddle and mcdavid out there like every other shift which is fine but unless you get tired out it after. doesn't it doesn't work playing every other day if you looked, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I didn't look at the numbers, but watching the games that I did, I didn't actually watch their elimination game. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what I was doing. I think it was golf. I called what um, was going to happen. I said, they, they're going to go up 2-1, that's going to become 4-2, Edmonton's going to make this, like, they always, these games are always crazy. Like, they'll have the game in hand, and then next thing you know, it's like a 2-1 two, two game or 2 nothing game for Edmonton, and then it's like 4-2 the other team, then Edmonton yeah. will get 2 mm-hmm. it'll go to overtime. That's how they've played, like, the last yeah. five years. It seems like they can't, like play hockey without running gun well the thing that i noticed giving up three and then going scoring three like they're, they're always a run and gun team but the thing that i noticed with edmonton in these playoffs and it's pretty much been true the regular season as well is that they're lethal on the power play but then five on five they get hemmed in their own zone and they get dominated yeah, yeah like, they're, they're a and power Vag- play team and like vegas is a five on five team like they they play the type of hockey you need to play in the playoffs and once um, like throughout each series, as it goes on, the penalties get less and less. And the, in my mind, the the odds shift to be in the favor of the team that's better five on five. R- and Vegas, put away the whistle a little bit. Yeah, and Vegas plays hockey, like yeah. harder hockey, and they yeah. like obviously they got away with some brutal non calls. But like that, that's the game that the NHL has put in front of you. They haven't. They've been doing yep. that for years, right? Yeah. So you pick a team for that, right? Like the Leafs need to play like. Oh, we're gonna try and get away, like start off being the more aggressive team yeah. and hope so that the refs don't call we, it. We, you know, we need a whole change. Do you build a team for the Leafs of players like that that play that style of hockey, or do you bring in a coach that can implement a system? It needs, and to, it needs to be the main players that change. The more yeah. I'm thinking, is we need to get rid of the whole team. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get rid of them everybody. <laughs> just complete dismantle and rebuild. They just yeah. pick up like. The more yeah. I'm thinking about it, just well, a bunch of second line players, but have like you know every line is your second line. Well, you look at yeah. You look at players like no, no thirteen million dollar contracts here. You look at like Crosby, Malkin, yeah. feisty players, yeah, really yeah. edge yeah. to them. Yeah. You look at McKinnon and even McCarr now. We look at Stanley Cup they, winners. They they play yeah. with an edge that like they're playing with the intent to like okay, I'm going to beat you at every yeah. opportunity possible. Yeah. You look at Boston, everyone on their team, oh. knows, but even Pasternak has an edge to him. Kucherov yeah. on Tampa, yeah. to Chuck on Florida, yeah. the Leafs top players need to play with an edge to them and they don't they they're like they shy away from the bat like they're getting better but 
in the big moments, they're not like, I'm going to come and take this puck from you. Yeah. They're just like they're, it's waiting. They're waiting. It's for actually it. unbelievable. They don't play with that tenacity. Right? Yeah. So speaking of who's uh, left in the playoffs, how do you guys feel about these these teams? We got Dallas. We got Vegas. We've got Florida and the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that matchup? And who do you think is moving on to the Stanley Cup final? Or should I call it the Sun Belt final? Um, I'm going to say Canes in five. Okay. Against Florida. They Canes beat Florida. They've been they've been proving it to me more and more just how great of a team they are. They don't and, even have Svetch. And they don't even have their top player. And top guy's gone. And they've proven that they can defend with any goalie in the net. Fair. They don't need like a Vesna caliber goalie to win. Yep. They're a good solid systems team, but they know how to score when they need to. Mm-hmm. Brent Burns is like a playoff performer. Don't forget Jarvis. He's doing Seth well. Seth Jarvis. Yep. Chippy's man. Yep. yep. He's playing really well. He's very like he's got a wicked shot. Okay. Um, they're gonna win that series, no problem. And I got Vegas in the final on the other side. I'll I'll take Florida as like the uh, the the underdog story keeps the story on. Story of the yeah, yeah. Flor- this, uh, the- Florida's getting pounded. You think? Yeah, Florida's getting pounded. I mean, I could totally see that the Canes have a great squad by this, the Canes. And they've pra- they've they proved it in the regular season. They've also proved it in the like they, they beat handedly beat jersey like yeah they've had the most playoff success at any team in the last five years so like, yeah. they've had most playoff round wins and i would say in this playoffs they've had the most success as well like it hasn't been like oh they're down and out it looks like they're gonna get bombed that they've sort just of thing had control every game it yeah. seems like they're the best they've been waiting to push through the second round for a long time mm. i'm pretty sure right yeah like, when's the last yeah. time they made it to the second round I, I, don't know. I, I think a couple. I feel for, like, it was, it was, it's been a few years. They I have know. a great young core. They've got good yeah. players. They, they've had a long break. It's so coaching staff, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're coached. Like they're all so very well in with yeah, how they play. But so I'll, I'll take Florida. Extremely well coached. I'm just gonna take Florida because they always seem to find a way. Right. Right. Like they, I don't know how they do it, but they they've done it. Uh, on the other side, let's take. Uh, you're, you're saying did you say Vegas? I said Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want to? And I'm saying Vegas in six. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna be a battle. Dallas has been playing really well, but I think that Vegas just finds ways to beat good goalies. I need I need Vegas to win that. I'm saying Vegas as well. Dallas is a good squad, but it seems like Vegas just has a little bit more across the board. Of, Vegas, eh? yeah. Old Kessel yeah. hasn't seen any ice. <laughs> He's gonna put Kessel out to be the game Phil, seven hero. They've been Phil. saving him for the Cup final, the game seven Cup final, just to I, go out, score a goal, and then sub out. Yeah, yeah. Let's put <laughs> him in. You guys have won a cup. Yeah, I've yes. won one. <laughs> You give me some ice. I've won a cup already. Yeah. Do, do they throw Kessel hey, in there? Hey. Been, you haven't won a cup, Eichel, yet? Nope. <laughs> I have. Eichel's been playing really good, though. Yeah. Eichel's Did you see good. when they put him on a line with, uh, if you watch the highlights, they put him on a line with uh, Mark Stone and uh, Marcheseau, a, a, oh, a line of all righties. That's, that's a good line, though. But they're just... They're just like Ew, dominating. Of course, all righties are going to dominate. Yeah. Of course, all righties. Are yeah, gonna righties dominate. are the best. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, so much <laughs> snipe show ability. So in the in the chat, we've got uh, Joe Soul two four six. He says, "Move them to Atlanta." He was talking about the Leafs. Just take take the whole team and move them to Atlanta. That's hilarious. But that that brings up a great point. Why why are expansion teams so good? Why can't they just be trash like they used to be? Hey, do you remember in the early years when Atlanta gets a team and Minnesota gets a team mm. and, and you're like, these teams are absolute garbage. They're dog food. Okay, I have an like answer. Dumpster I have, fires. I, answer. I think, well, first of all, just the level of players is just so much better now. Okay. Like, there's so much greater. Yeah. Like, there's talent, not that yeah. much disparity between it's almost hard to find a spot in the top six with how much talent there is. Yeah. yeah there's guys like to that get ice time that 
Like there's guys that could be in the top six that just aren't because there's too many good players. Just don't get a look. Yeah. And you're that also you're also themselves. getting so many players from every team has to can't protect all their players. So right. it's like they're getting some nasty players just from the selecting from everyone else's team. So these expansion teams happen. Like Ottawa was in the nineties, uh, Atlanta. The, the Thrashers never stood a chance. When yeah. they put a team in Atlanta, they had Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk was, like, was the only reason that and, franchise was... And who, did they have Gabrick as well? I think they had... Uh, yeah, or No, that was the Minnesota. I think maybe Wild had Gabrick. I don't know. Um, yeah, like they, they had one good player, mm-hmm. and then all the rest were just like... I, I mean, Atlanta also drafted... Those were my favorite jerseys, the Thrashers. They, they had a cool jersey. the coolest but, yeah. team in but, the league. But the, the Thrashers drafted Pavel Brendel... First overall, and I think also Patrick Stefan, they were huge draft busts. And Pavel Brendel, they drafted him out of like some southern, like he was playing like roller hockey at the age of 20, and they took him first over. Something ridiculous like that. I'm like, why did they draft this guy who scored 50 goals? He scored 50 goals in like a a six tier team. I'm like, I don't know why they took this guy first overall. And yeah, he, I think his his claim to fame is that he uh, bobbled the puck on an open net. And then, uh, and then, was it Gagne or was he grabs the puck? Stars. It was Danny Heatley on the on on the Atlanta. Oh, Danny, he was great at fifty and fifty. Yeah, yeah, the Thrashers. That was a good draft pick. But yeah, Brendel's Pavel Brendel's uh, was it Path of Tears, where he bobbles the puck late in the game on an empty net, and then Gagne picks it up and uh, passes it up the ice. Edmonton scores, sends it to overtime. Oh, that seven <laughs> seconds left. Yeah, yeah seven when, seconds when he left. The little he misses tapping. the net, yeah, and then the, the other team comes, Oilers come back and score. Um, so that was his most famous uh, NHL play. Well, the thing, the thing with those old expansion teams is that the cost for them to like have them start mm-hmm. is significantly less, right? Even, even with inflation and all that stuff. Yep. So the amount of resources they had to make the smart decisions was a lot less. So there's that. But then my theory also and I think this is underrated, is that it's psychological as well. Because mm. when the old expansion team started, it was like, okay, you're an expansion team. you got to grind your way up. You're expected to lose for years before you even can get good. I think the rules were different, like on how they select players. And how they no, players. no, they were. I'm yeah. just saying that's part of why it's psychological right. is because the rules changed that, okay, well, now it's like psychologically, it's like, okay, the new team wants me. They picked me from the from the litter yeah. of all the other teams, and I'm gonna get an opportunity now. So it's everyone's looking at it from a positive angle instead of like, oh, I'm on an expansion team. Yeah, you know, it, and they want to prove everyone wrong. We're on an expansion team, and we want to prove them that we're we're better, and that our former teams just didn't know. It yeah, really does I give. Like yeah, like it, it really does give these second and third line guys who, in their heart, they feel they could be a top line guy. And like, okay, so you're on Pittsburgh, and we've got Crosby and Malkin, and like, or, or Boston, you know, Marsh, you got yeah, Marchand. Like, yeah, we're not, later. we're not, you're not getting first line minutes, and it's you're gonna struggle at second line. Look at um, same at the Leafs. Yeah, yeah, was it who who was it? They had uh, he, he's in uh, Vancouver now. Vancouver. Yeah, they moved to Vancouver. He From was Mikheyev. Yeah, Mikheyev. That's what it was. I like um, him. So like, he was he wanted to play first or second line right. but the, you know okay no we got matthews we got mariner we got nylander we got Tavares, and then we got like you know s- someone on the wing bunting mm-hmm. on the wing like sorry you're not getting that that second line you're on the third line but he's a good player right he moved to vancouver and he's doing well there but those are the types of players where it's like yeah like y- yanny gord you look at the crack and they have all these guys that are just like crushing it but yeah th- they're not stars because they never got a chance to be a star and the same thing happened in vegas i think they had like a couple 40 goal scorers their first year 
Yeah, it was Marcheseau, Riley, and Carlson. And William well. Carlson. Yeah. yeah, they all they all had breakout years. Did Seattle? surprise surprise they got Did first Seattle line minutes right from us from the Leafs? Yeah, Jared McCann. And he's doing really well in the playoffs. He's their best goal. He's their top goal scorer, <laughs> Jared McCann. But the Leafs Whoopsie. only had him for like a few days before oh. they got because they acquired they, him just to save Kerfoot and Hall. It was it was a oh, no. which is the worst decision ever because both <laughs> Kerfoot and Hall were our talks about. Leafs that are for sure not going to be back next year. Oh no! And they and they put Jared McCann up instead of them, and Jared McCann turned out to be their top goal scorer. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, it seems like in the moment it seems like such a smart move to get someone just, just to, to put them on the chopping block, right? <laughs> like let's acquire a guy. Just it was like a third round pick and a fifth or something. Like it was t- it was a few draft picks they gave up to to get Jared McCann. Just yep. basically first instead of giving up a hall. roster player. And and yeah, McCann's just crushing the playoffs. But it's because he's he's given those minutes. But he got game. injured from yeah. McCarr. McCarr leveled them, and yet he, he hasn't. I don't think he played again. Or no, he played the last game and lost because they just got eliminated. Yeah, they just got put out. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go on to the draft. So, yeah, you guys, you're you're doing it. Me and Chip. Yeah. All right, I'm going top, off. Um, oh, okay. you guys are going to be drafting the top sit down restaurants in Canada. Canada. We got to go in Canada because we don't. We're not educated on the states. I love the Cracker Barrel. They don't have it in Canada. I can't draft the Cracker Barrel or the Red Roof Inn or any of these American. So if you're from the states, you can just listen to these names. And be like, I never heard of that place. Never <laughs> heard of that place. Yeah, because I think there's I'll- like there's like one or two like bigger corporations in Canada that own all the restaurants here, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, <laughs> and pretty it's much. funny because I and I think some of them might be kind of Ontario centric. Like I'm just gonna throw one out there. You can draft if you want, whatever. Eastside Mario's. Like I just thought. That that was like an international. That's in the states. It's it's pretty much only Ontario. I mean, East Side, I guess, makes sense. It it feels American. Eastern. East Side, it feels Italian. I like went it's there from Jersey. For the first time in forever the other day. Yeah, I mean, good restaurant. You get free bread and free oh, salad. I know. They just keep bre- bringing it. I was like, no. I mean, if you buy a, know, an I, entree, <laughs> you I, can't just I, I didn't know how that worked. So I'm like, do I use? You can le- every time you leave East Side Mary's, you leave with a full belly. Oh right? yeah. And if you're smart, you order another thing of salad and bread right as you're about to finish your meal. Then you ask, "Can I get a takeout?" Thanks. Bro. What you do <laughs> is like when you're in high school, you go with like a group of friends, and then the cheap one just doesn't order anything, eats all the the Caesar salad and the, the salad, other yeah. people's bread, right? You just order a drink. Work. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. It's so. a college move right there. Yeah. Like, all right, so you, you guys go rock paper scissors for who gets to go first. No, what, Jerry? You go first. Wow! Yeah, you, you're that confident you're gonna win. You, you gave up a big one though. <laughs> All right, first overall top sit down restaurants in Canada. in Canada. I'm taking the Keg Steakhouse and Grill Ooh. because overrated. Come on, you wanna overrated. go? <laughs> it already starts, eh? <laughs> overrated. We'll the, leave the judging to the people listening. Okay? The keg is where you go for a steak. You just know it's consistent. They've got good salt. sides. Too much salt on it. I'm taking it as the top, the top one in Canada. The, the keg, keg is a solid pick and it's, grill. If you're going like premium sit down, everyone knows it. It's an elevated chain experience. There are some competitors, but no one mm-hmm. like no one's really gotten there yet. There's there's some people knocking on the door, but and I, they're they're the biggest one in that whole group of I think, yeah. They're the top dog, I, yeah. I do believe. I wanted to go but I'm with interested to see what first. Chippy goes with. I mean, yeah. Are you going budget? Are you going a little different? And let's just throw this out here first. Um, they have to have a number of chains. Like, I would love to take Copacabana. They're, they only have three locations. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Absolutely amazing. Right. But they have three locations. You can't take that. 
Yeah, it's got to be like known across at least okay. Ontario, but hopefully all of Canada. Hopefully all of Canada, but I haven't dined out in the East I know, Coast. They have like St. Hubbard's and like <laughs> fish and chips Dixie from, the, Lee from Halifax or something. <laughs> like Mary Brown's, but it's not really a sit down restaurant. But there are like some other chains out there, but they're like. All right, yeah. all right. All right, you got one? I'll, uh, I'll follow up. Play this one, plays a lot more than the keg. Okay. A lot more than the A lot keg. more ice time this here, one, eh? This one gets a lot more. I would say. I don't go here often, but whenever I do, it seems like it's a good dish. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's a deep, 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 deep menu. Okay. Um, Boston pizza. Ah, oh, that is a great. Pick. Yeah, that's good. Pick. I mean, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, and I, it, and uh, considering that when we did the fast food chain draft, if you haven't seen our episode on that, go watch that. When we did that. So many people were commenting, what about Boston pizza? What about Boston yep. pizza? And it's funny because as a Canadian, I don't even think of Boston pizza yeah. as super Canadian. Yep. But in the States, what's it called? Boston's or something? Boston's. It is a Canadian chain. It's called Boston Pizzas, it, but it's formed in Canada from Jim True Living. Yeah. From, uh, you know, the Dragon's Den. Brad's day. brother. Yes. Yeah, Brad's <laughs> brother. Okay. Brad True Living from... Uh... I, I think that's his kid. Is it? Yeah, Jim True Living. That's, Brad, Brad is his kid. Oh. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I'd say BP, great pick, uh, very well-known, w- well-liked player, uh, pretty pretty family-friendly. I just don't think he's got the the same skills, you know, just a, a little bit more of like a second-liner for me. Mm. Um, to compete with BP, uh, second overall, I'm going to go with a real uh, contract-friendly player here, but a real crowd-pleaser, family-friendly as well. I'm going Swish LA. Ooh, Ooh it's a good pick. Mm. Good pick. In my opinion, they've got it's completely changed. Swish Alley is underrated. A lot of people get it as t- takeout now, but it definitely is known as a sit down restaurant. So I, I'll give it to you. I would it's, say, yeah. I love Swish Alley. I love that pick. I used to love Swish Alley. Right. They changed. Really? Swish Alley changed everything. No way. Because fries changed. Their oh no. Everything changed. Oh, I, no. I'm telling you, I loved Swish Alley. Are you saying my players washed up now? Yeah. Because, like, they used to have the festive special. It you go so on there. It was my the, favorite play. I, oh, I was actually, the the I chicken probably, is amazing. It, it Rotisserie. Just, it, it's not the same. Mm, disappointed. Okay, I'm going to have to take the kids out pick, there. But it's a great pick. Mm, okay, appreciate that. I'm going to go with my second overall pick. You went Swish LA, eh? Okay. Drum roll. You know what? This is a place I go to locally a lot. Mm, okay. Great wings, half price wings on Thursdays. It always used to be half price apps after nine. Uh-oh. Kelsey's. Oh, Kelsey's. Interesting. Very nice. I'd say that's like uh, the, the discount keg. I'm calling it the discount keg. Because no, it's got a big menu. Their spin dip's and crazy. It's, their yeah, spin dip is great. Dip yeah, is Kel- crazy at Kelsey's. They, they do have that. That's they, they got that going for them. Mm. All right. Solid, solid pick. I'd say you're going to get some good, uh, good play from them. I'm going to go with something a little different. I mean, we got some nice dinner places here. My third third overall, I'm going Wimpy's Diner. No, I want to get Wimpy's. Wimpy's, right? It's, Interesting. it's a chill place. They got good uh, prices there, and you can get a nice breakfast. I can't remember the last time that I actually sat down in a Wimpy's. Normally, really? like if I get I went to like now, day. nowadays if I get like a breakfast from Wimpy's or something, like I'm just it's like when I'm in Barrie and I just want to like order Uber Eats or something. Oh, fair. Okay. Like I, I can't remember the last time I actually sat down in Wimpy's. I prefer to go to like a small diner. Fair, fair. Like yeah, I, like a, like a, a local lo- place, a nice local place, like a greasy spoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, w- we can only take the, but I wonder if that's a pick. If you can say, I'm just drafting every local establishment. <laughs> no, that's not. That <laughs> I guess the rules. No. I will allow you to pick something um, 
local as long as it has more than like three locations. Okay, okay, more than three. That's the rule. Yeah. Maybe I should increase more than five. Like, <laughs> should I draft for Hayden to pick me as the uh, the winner? Hey, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I'm battling a meal I had from last night right now. Just mm. so you guys know, I'm battling something right now. And we're talking about food too. <laughs> um, All right, Chippy, you're third overall. I like the the breakfast take. I'm gonna go Angela's Diner. Angela's. Angela's? Have you ever been to Angela's? I have not. Angela's? I, I thought you were going Sunset. Is Grill. that like a berry only location? Okay, maybe I can't pick that. I I, I don't because I've never I, I've heard of it, but I'm pretty I, I sure it's it only like one. It was ever it was like in Kitchener. Whenever I used to Angela's Diner, it was Bla- Flashbacks Diner. Flashbacks. I've heard of that. It's in Berry on East Bayfield. Flashbacks. All right. Okay, I'll go Flashbacks Diner. Flashbacks. I, I go there more than Wimpy's. Flashbacks. Interest. Interesting. That, but that could be it's, it's, yeah. only in Berry. Like, it feels know. like a local. Th- if you're going like, have you heard of like the Sunset Grill? Yeah, the Sunset Grill. Chorus. I'll go Chorus. 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 Is there you go. go yeah. All right. G- give me a good read for the TikTok here. Yeah, eh? I'll go yeah. Chorus. <laughs> Chippy's, uh, what was it? Third third overall pick, eh? Yeah, Chorus. Going with Chorus. That's a, a solid pick. Good uh, family cakes, the everything. They got it all. Oh, okay, you got them? Yeah. All right. This is uh, we're coming down to it here. I got a few good picks here. It's going to be hard to, to really narrow down. For my fourth overall... I'm going with something that you want a, a team party. You know, you want to bring a lot of people out. Mm. There is nothing here that like people would not eat. There's there's something for everyone. Oh, I'm, something I'm, for everyone. I'm upset if I know what the one you're at picking. the Mandarin oh, buffet. That's that's all you can eat. Yeah. Right. You want to bring twenty people out? You all go to the Mandarin. And it's the, the same price for everyone, and you just get what you can eat ten plates. If you want. And the best part is if you bring the whole family, there's a chance they all get food poisoning. Yes, together. So it's like a team that like uh, you know, goes together, grows together. I, I have a funny story about that actually. I went to uh, I had a hockey tournament when I was younger. Yeah. So my my family missed out on a family birthday at the Mandarin. Yep. And then the following day we hear back, yeah, we all have food poisoning. Oh boy! So, and we and they're all mad at us because we missed it because I had a hockey tournament. Oh boy! I mean, I we used to go to the Mandarin like a couple times a year as kids, and it was an event for us. Mm. My brother, well, it's I, a fun time, right? Like you yeah. can just but go and load up your plate like seventeen times if you want. As a kid, you're exposed to so many types of foods that you never even knew about, and they're just mm. sitting there like, "Oh, grab this, grab this." So my brother and I would ha- have competitions. We'd start with like, okay, salad, something light, get that in you, and then we'd go to like a meal plate. We're gonna start with, okay, let's go American. Right. We get like the pizza and the spaghetti and the fries. Right. Next, okay, let's go Japanese. We're getting the sushi. Next plate, we're going. This Chinese is a competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who could eat the most plates? Right. Right. So we we'd. Count. Oh, I've done that, but it was like I as a kid, I'd go and I'd get the same like six things over and over yeah no no yeah. i was never very explorative as a kid oh yeah i, I mixed it up but yeah we'd, yeah we'd see who could eat the most amount of plates right and uh <laughs> i think like nine or ten was the record and it's like just bellies like out to here we'd have mandarin babies yeah <laughs> you're walking out they're like <laughs> you a got great the pick every to carry me out of there every yeah. birthday i would go to the mandarin great mm. spot great spot. I, that was my spot growing up i did we were on the mandarin oh. for my birthday snuck nice. it in there yeah um right, i'm gonna go fourth. with a very, very popular pick. I don't know if I need, can take a specific restaurant here. Yeah, just like the specific noble, location? Noble cuisine, sushi. Oh, oh. A sushi. So I don't know if it's noble. I was just like more like just like a sushi. Right. I've never had sushi. Oh. I don't know. If, whoa. Yeah. 
What? Well, I, I've had it, but like Probably I've never, I've never gone to a sit-down restaurant favorite. and had sushi. You know, like, I, I have not found thing. a really big like chain restaurant sushi spot. There are a lot of great like. There's usually yeah, smaller. Like Noble, like, Noble is a really good one. Noble is good sushi. Uh, okay. Noble, um, there's Sakana House in Barrie too. Mm. Um, it's funny. Like I've never had. I've never went and sit down and had sushi. Oh my I gosh! I only, only had it like from like Zares or something, and even then, I'm not really a big fan. If, <laughs> if you're in Ontario, you go to Muskoka. Um, Wabora in um, Bracebridge is just amazing. Mm. Wabora sushi, phenomenal, phenomenal spot if you want some good sushi. My last pick, this is going to be tough. I thought a few of these would be knocked off the board here. I, I yeah, so you I, oh, just so you know, everyone knows Jeremy researched before doing this. So I'm going off the dome piece here. Fair, yeah. I, I wrote down a few that came yeah. came to mind. I, we gave you a heads up. You can have heads up. Okay, <laughs> this one's tough for me because there's there's a lot on the board, and I think we're gonna get a lot of feedback in the comments saying I. Can't there's a read. couple that I that I oh, would yeah. have had already, but there's some I can just rhyme off the top of my head. And I asked my wife, she's like, "No, not that place. They're all kind of the same." Oh, you, you know, you've like had discussions with people I was talking about <laughs> you've got you you phoned a friend you you had the I'm, I mean can I can I eliminate uh, 50 50 like the who wants to be a millionaire you drive you drive downtown Aurelia and you just drive past them all there's east side Mario's Kelsey's Montana's like mm -hmm. you know all the all these different spots I kind of want to grab uh wild wing it's a great wing spot, mm. but it's kind of all they do. It's a bit of a one-trick pony. I'm throwing that out there. Not Chippy. very diverse. No, and I think it's a newer chain. It hasn't really expanded. I'm going to take, I believe this is an American brand, and I'm taking this for my American fans because we do want to draw in, you know, that that U.S. audience. So for my, my last pick, so bu budget-friendly, it competes with the keg. I don't know how they do it, mm -hmm. but they, they serve the same type of food as the keg, but at like half the price. Okay. So this is very cap friendly for my team. Uh, still performs. Great for taking your hockey team out because you're not going to blow your budget. Chuck's Roadhouse. Mm. It is honestly, like you can get a Chuck's. Chuck's. Good Chuck. Shout out the Chuck's. Chuck's Roadhouse. Like you can get a steak and with the sides and a beer for like 20 bucks. Yeah, it's the discount keg. It's unbelievable. And you can, they have like, oh, we're doing surf and turf, steak and lobster for 25 I'm like, how can they afford to make money? I don't know where they're getting their cows. Oh. Okay. Are they printing them in the back? 3D printing this meat? Mm. So I'm, take, I'm taking Chuck's as my, uh, my last pick there. Very budget-friendly, cap-friendly. All right. I, I have two specifically that I would oh, have drafted. Ch but Chippy I'm, still has but the last Chippy one. Chippy has the last one. I'm going right. to wait before I, I speculate too much. The notable mentions. Yeah. Two specifically you would... Well, I'm going with what I need to go with. It's here. your team. Okay. Uh, Red Lobster. Oh. That was one of mine, yeah. Red oh. Lobster. The surf and Dynamite. Yeah. 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 Dynamite. Red Lobster. Dropping to... down to, to 10 was crazy. That uh, actually is a steal. That's I, a steal. I would have had that in the top three. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's just like premium quality food yeah. right like you get the bread you get that oh yeah. the croissants come out oh. and and the servers like the waitresses and everything are always like so like i'm not I'm not old but like they're always just so nice and like caring about like oh, what they bring out to you it's like would you like another uh Peach juice, honey. <laughs> like another double stuffed shrimp. The thing yeah. about Red's Lobster, I don't think we, we ever went there. So that's like kind of flew under my radar because we go to Swiss LA, it's cheap. The Red Lobster is more of a premium mm. experience, right? And because it's Red Lobster, you just think, oh, they got lobster. If you, I'm not in the mood for lobster. You don't go to Red Lobster, right? But right. They, they do have a, a great menu. It's a good spot. That's mm. um, 
Joe Soul here in the comments says Tex Texas Roadhouse. They do have that. I saw one in Toronto and I've been to it. It's a good restaurant. That's right. a nice mention there. And he held it until after the draft was done. So yes, I, thank you for not, not letting us <laughs> letting them cheat. Joe. Um, I think a few other ones that we missed, like the well, I have Olive, Olive Garden. Olive Garden is not wasn't on my no. on my. I don't thing. think but that's in Canada, is it? Is it not? Oh, yeah. Olive um, Garden, no. No, yeah. you know you're right. There is no Olive Garden. I thought there was one in really, but it was called the Olive Eastside something else. Mario's is our Olive Garden. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially it, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So people will be screaming about the Olive Garden. How do you not draft the Olive Garden? We don't have Olive Garden in Canada. I would have had Eastsides in my in my list. Yep. Um, but also Jack Astor's. Jack Astor's is a big one. That was on my list. Oh, that was that was their, my... Their burgers and nice beer. Like, just a great, great time. For me, it was between Jack Astor's and Chuck's, and I just had such a great experience when Chuck's came to Huntsville. I was so amazed at how affordable the prices were mm. and how they, like you could get good food right. for, for a good price there. Some so. of the appetizers at Jack's are just unbelievable. Like, yeah. there's one that's like a broccoli... Um, mixture type thing. It's got like a sauce on it and stuff. It's just so good. And it's like, you wouldn't even think to get that at a restaurant like that. Yeah. But every dish they have is actually like well thought out and good. To be honest, like whenever I go to these restaurants, they all blend to me. Like I go to Jack Astor's, I go to Kelsey's, I go to Montana's, Crabby Joe's, mm. right? And I can never really distinguish what separates them from the next. Like I just, right. I just don't know. It's just a sit down restaurant. I look at the menu. I haven't gone, I guess I don't go out enough to know like I want this thing at this restaurant or this one does this better right, right? It's, it's it's a sit-down restaurant for me one of the but. better burgers you can get at a sit-down restaurant around here and that and i wouldn't have picked this in my draft because i don't think it's all canadian but yep. it's uh kensington's oh yeah yeah oh, that's kind of yeah, yeah. kensington's yeah they're burgers they have like custom burgers and that's like what you go there for it's Fair. That's very very high quality um selection of burgers there for, for my list i just wanted like okay, i got a steakhouse i got a chicken spot i got a breakfast place uh, all you can eat and then just like a discount let me recap your right, guys' let's picks. Go. Let's go. We got. I'll go with uh, Jeremy first. Yep. First overall, we got the keg. Boom. The third overall, we got Swish LA. Mm -hmm. Fifth overall, Wimpy's Diner. Then he went with Mandarin and Chuck's Roadhouse. Well-rounded lineup. Pretty much something for everyone on that team. Yep. You can't be a GM and not be happy with that selection. It's a good draft. Good draft. We got Chippy. His first overall pick was Boston Pizza. Deep menu. That's a winner. That's, that's... There's something there for everyone. Yes. Then we got Kelsey's. Cheap. It's, just... it's affordable Shots, and it's delicious. Kelsey's cancel. I, think... um, I would say that Kelsey's over time has started to get a little bit more expensive. They've inflated their prices a bit more. But Facts. that being said, they have a, a kind of elevated dishes. One of the best spin dips in the game. Yeah, like they have, they have some elevated it. dishes. Yeah. They're, they're solid. Cora's. That you got, you had to pick that to compete with Wimpy's, right? Mm -hmm. like, and I, yeah, Wimpy's. I went the other day. Chorus is everywhere in Toronto too. Like you go, oh, around, they are, yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. They're like probably arguably easier to find in the big cities and harder to find in the outskirts, like where we are. Agreed, yeah. agreed. Um, then he's got Nobles Sushi. So yep. that one competes with all you can eat Mandarin. A little more high quality than the Mandarin. Oh, okay, okay. I, see, I don't think it competes because the Mandarin has just. Way more options and it's the same variety. thing. No, but there's options like you can get pizza at the freaking sushi. Right. Okay. You can get like, mm. yeah. There's actually a lot of menu. Like there's right. a, It's a deep menu. It's, it's, it's shrimp a and sashimi pizza. Mm. There's a there's a all you can eat uh, buffet restaurant in Barry on uh, off of um, like you can, you can get veterans you can get and Mapleview. What's it called? Do you know what? Chippy, do you know what? Which the, one? The all you can eat restaurant uh, buffet. Where? Off of uh, Veterans and Maple View. Oh, is it called like? It starts with an R, I think, or something. I can't. I, I can't know, remember. Me. Anyway, 
Rec Room was another one that you guys didn't have. That ah, was, oh, Dave and Buster's Dave maybe. And Buster's, yeah, Dave, yeah, like where you can go with mm. the kids, and it's like a fun place to be as well as a wild card for the draft. Yeah, but yeah. I don't mind. Um, anyway, before I cut everything off, Chippy with the ultimate tenth overall pick, a steal, Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah, uh, it seems like a slid. I I really like the the top two and end of Chippy's draft, but I think overall, if it were me. There's more on Jeremy's roster where I would pick to eat, so I got to give it to him. Boom. Solid. I got good depth. And I'm not trying to be biased. I know I always no. go against Chippy, but I feel like there's just a lot of, like... The keg was just an atrocious first overall pick. No. All right. Okay. Let us know yeah, in the comments. The keg was... No, one's well, going, no one even goes to the keg. Let us know. No one even goes to the keg. Oh, my God. Boston Pizza is, like, number one over the keg. The keg, atrocious. I would put Boston Pizza... As more common than the keg, but the keg is better. Red lobster, like because not everyone can know. go to the keg say, all the time. My menu is so deep. I, I'd say red, so, red lobster. Sushi. You didn't have yeah. sushi on there. I mean, it's just. Uh, hey, they got sushi at Mandarin. No, Come on. They don't. Come on now. No, they don't. Red lobster cheddar biscuits. Yes, those are so oh, good. Delish. Yeah. In the chat there. All right. Hayden really knows my list was way more litty. <laughs> Let, let's let's keep it going with some fun. Some more. Uh, you you fun had a, games. a game. Or I got a little quiz quiz time. Yeah, Dusty All Star. K. Keg L. So the <laughs> NHL uh, puck personality on YouTube there, they uh, were asking the NHL players, what is your favorite road rink to play at? Mm. You know, besides obviously your home rink, you, you're on the road. Let me guess, you, Vegas. Okay. So I wanted to get it from you guys. What rinks do you think made the list? And there's only, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's about six, six rinks that made it. Right. So... Ringo, I was zoned See, out. I don't know the names of all the arenas. Though. I was zoned out completely. Champion. Um, well, you, you don't have to, just give me the teams. I'll, uh, I'll ba- give you Basically, the, the NHL personalities, they asked the players, the NHL players, what's your favorite road rink? Oh. So say, you know, Poppy, right? Where do you like to play besides Toronto? Okay. Right? Can I go? Uh, yeah, there were only six teams. There was only six rinks that sort of got mentioned multiple times by the players. Uh, which rinks do you think bring it what are the best and i'm gonna say i'm just gonna go ahead and say this these are the ones that they picked as the best rink to play at um an away team mm-hmm. these are definitely we're essentially asking what has the, which uh, team has the best fan base right MSG. right it, you're not you're not going to some place and it's like boring and saying yeah i love playing there because it's so quiet do you want right. hey chippy do you want to work together on this yeah you guys work together six? let's do a yeah. team so i think for sure vegas is one okay yeah, because the, the the rink is always buzzing and the vibes when they go to the rink and like after the games, before the games, they're like they're in Vegas, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's got to be one. And we have thirty-two to pick from. I want to see how many you get. We're gonna yeah. go with six. Vegas, I think, is a great pick, and and they're a new team, so that's like props to them mm-hmm. for bringing that energy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a whole production. It's a whole show, so that's yeah. an easy one. Yep. Um, go I to, think you gotta go to New York. I think MSG, yeah, because it's the big it's apple. The, well, it's yeah. like the from what I've heard, I I want to go see a game there, but from what I've heard, the rink itself is just like so historic. Yep, and very, like, well looked after. I guess, it's, you and say, and so. like you have proud, like Americans are proud. My dad I think got that's punched a thing. at a New York Ranger. Not surprised. First, he was wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey because his yep. buddy, it was his buddy's like birthday. They were watching Montreal versus, so he put the Montreal jersey on. Yeah, big mistake. He gets punched <laughs> in, it gets punched in the, like the MSG. So oh he's like, I'm gosh. never going back there. Yeah, I mean, but it's as the players, right? They're not yeah. getting punched it's, by a fan. So it's like you hear about like Ty Domi. loudmouth Americans. New York has a uh, reputation 
for like yeah you know being loud mm -hmm. and so it's like you go to that rink you expect that energy and i'm not saying that's a bad thing like it's it's you, you love to see it yeah you love proud fans right i think um i mean chippy you can uh, sign off on this but i think that um just for the reasons outside of the rink and the the vibes of being in this state would be Champions. la 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 okay. yeah because yeah. there's like all the celebs they like to come watch the games and uh, la has always had like LA. a pretty solid fan base they always fill up the rink okay LA. and it's nice weather right so that, right. that's got to be one i think and so i just counted in my list there's actually eight teams oh so give you guys a little <laughs> bit more work oh man okay, okay. Well, let's tampa, um, tampa, Bay. tampa for sure because right. they have the energy for the crowd and, and the nice weather and it's hot yeah fair um who else maybe carolina carolina that that ranks no, the, the, no. The, the, the players say yeah, that. Yeah, I think Nashville is over Carolina. Carolina mm. might be a fringe on the eight. Oh, no, Carolina's there. I, I, I like. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a state. I don't think there's a team that's more passionate than Carolina Hurricanes. The, the Caniacs. And I was there. They, 60, they had this, the storm, the storm surge or whatever they had. Yeah. No. Okay. How many players Canes from the there East versus sure. West did they ask in the puck person? Oh, that's, that's tough. I didn't do the, the stats here. Like, how many players did they ask? Uh, it seemed like there was about like twelve. Like it wasn't a huge draw. And, and if it's a lot of Western teams that I can see them saying like um, Vancouver or something. Right, like, right. Because there's like the buzz and energy there as well. Yeah. I, I do like but. Nashville because myself, I, I saw, especially in the playoffs, like Nashville, they have the uh, the tailgating, right? Yeah. They have the, the weather that you can get fired up before the game and then go to the game and they have the best like taunts they taunt the goalies the crowds always I've buzzing on, yeah i've skated on the national ice no oh no big deal no yeah big deal. No, um, i went to a game we there. stood on the ice that's true <laughs> that's true <laughs> i forgot about that yeah uh, not a big deal um so what do we got we got five more yeah you got vegas msg tampa nashville la and carolina I'm on the fence about Carolina, but I'll let... I'll I'm, I'm loving the chat. From the chat here... Oh, we got a list from Joe. We got Rangers, Vegas, Kings, Avs, Flyers, Blackhawks. Mm. Um, I was thinking Kings, too. Uh, Oilers, Nashville, Detroit. So there's some, there's some good uh, ones here. You guys might be surprised by a few of the picks. Yeah, I think... Keep it going. Well, in terms of energy, it's like Edmonton would just be in terms of like... I don't think I, I, don't, I think don't think players like going that. there though. I, I'm gonna give you a uh, hint. Montreal. There, there was one Montreal team on this list. Yeah, Bell Center. Definitely yeah. Montreal because of the history there. Like every player respects the history of the NHL, and they'll throw that on the list just because they're like, yeah, well, Montreal is one of the most like historic teams in the league. So yeah, I just snagged that. So definitely that. We got what four more, Chippy? Let's go. Let's go with a. Let's pick a Western one because I think there's got to be another Western one. Like we could go Minnesota because it's like the hockey city, and like Minnesota, they're yeah. they're always buzzing. It is called the state of hockey. Yeah. So like I feel like players are gonna say that because there's quite a lot of players that know yeah. that Minnesota is like a hockey hockey. Uh, it's also cool to hear why they chose like that. The that reasonings, yeah, yeah. The reasonings, right? Um. Okay. Let's go. We gotta go. I think Detroit, maybe. No. Or, or Chicago. I think Chicago over Detroit. Chicago. It's called the Madhouse on. Uh, was it Madhouse? <laughs> no, no, I'm blanking on it. You gotta go Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Chicago. The Madhouse. Chicago. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll go Chicago. I wonder if maybe the, the Islanders? Mm. Like, as, like, a, a sleeper pick? Because, like, Islanders fans, like, are just, like, ruthless. So yeah. it's like they, they some guys might feed off that energy, you know? Like, the, the, the rink's always buzzing. But JT right. doesn't like playing there anymore, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Madhouse on Madison, that's what it was. I had to look it up. Right. Dusty All-Star saying, not Winnipeg. Tell you that. I live two blocks from the arena. Big meh. 
Mm. But the thing is, like, outside the rink, it's Winnipeg. Who does everything, anything outside in Winnipeg? It's always negative 40 there. It's yeah. so freaking cold in Winnipeg. Maybe they get inside and they're like, oh, warmth, and they go, they go off. Right. Boston. I think I th- Boston. Ooh. Fair. Boston could be one. Definitely San Jose or Anaheim is on the list. Really? Anaheim. As far as crowd energy going? Well, that's not what they're asking. They're asking, what away barns do you like to play at the most? Well, oh, okay. I say, but that's like the barn, not location, right? Because I would say, yeah, if they want to go to the beach after or go golfing after or something. Well, I'm great. taking everything new in it. No, account. no, it's just like, I. They, ask, they specifically ask which, uh, which arena has the best energy. No, it was more like what's the best uh, road rink to play at, and all of the feedback from the players was about the crowd. It wasn't really about like the location or anything. Oh, okay. okay. So then well, that well then Boston. we're going Boston. Yeah, Boston, Madison, Madison. Boston, Boston for okay. sure. Then, um, yeah, Boston is is a definite one because they're always loud. All right, so I'll go down your guys' list. You had Vegas, MSG, so New York, uh, Tampa, Nashville, Minnesota, Chicago, and then uh, a few other ones you threw in there. Carolina, Montreal, Boston, LA. I think those are all great picks. Okay, well, Vancouver. So you have on there. I I didn't put Vancouver down. Okay, so Vancouver. Oh, I throw Vancouver in too. Oh, you know what? You kind of have to go with the teams that are good, right? Either a really good team or a team that has like just crazy fans. And Colorado is going to be one too. So shocker, no one picked Toronto because it's a bunch of corporate suits just looking yes. at their blackberries. I remember when blackberries were a thing and everyone I went to a Leafs game with my dad they I'm might like 15. They just throw Toronto in there just cuz it's team. No nobody threw Toronto in. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So the first one on the list was Bridgestone Arena Nashville, Suzuki, Hurdle, a few other players said Bridgestone Arena. Mm-hmm. And like they bring that I Nashville definitely knew Nashville was one. Yeah, they ta- the taunts. Uh this is a great one the Rangers MSG. Uh Matt Kachuk said that his dad who also played Keith mm-hmm. Chuck um said you know you made it when you play MSG. Right. Right. So his, like that energy has always been there. The New York crowd has always been like, you know, having that effect on players. Like it's just a different, it's a culture thing too. Like it's in freaking TV shows from the nineties. Yes. People going to the, and like Lundquist only just retired like two years ago and he's still in those videos. (laughs) Yeah. True. That's true. eh? (laughs) Um, This one surprised me quite a bit. Seattle. Hmm. And and uh, that's interesting. So yeah. Quinn Quinn Hughes, Dallin, I feel and like Jake Ottinger. I feel like a little Seattle. bit of them are like, well, it's a new arena. The the, the vibes, they're buzzing, right? Like so, so so Quinn Hughes, he played, I guess, the game when Seattle scored their first goal, and he right. said it was nuts. Like the fans were going crazy. Mm. They cheered for like ten minutes straight. They didn't even drop the puck. Like we had to wait like ten minutes for the crowd to stop cheering, and then they dropped the puck. Just why would they wait? <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's just like the crowd was going nuts. I said, hey, right. let's let him have this mi- moment. That's funny. Maybe he's exaggerating a bit, but I thought that was kind of cool. Right. Um, but yeah, a few players said Seattle has a great crowd, and you love to see that from a new team. Mm. Um, another surprise here is Winnipeg. Mm. Uh, so Anders Lee, Mark Andre I mean, Andre in the Fleury, playoffs, I could see it. Playoff. The whiteout. The white yes. That's the only time that it's like, yeah, that could make their list. 100%. That's what they're talking about. So you should have told me that uh, the guys that were answering the questions were in the playoffs. They're NHL players. <laughs> they're, they're just whatever effect, right? I'm not saying regular season only. Right. right? It's just what did the NHL players say? And it's like, it's these are guys that uh, experienced that. And I saw the videos of the whiteout. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Every single It was person. on my radar, but I was thinking like just from like, day-to-day games right, right, not right, right. really playoffs only yeah. But. but yeah it's, it's pretty cool to see that white out and yeah. it's funny how mark andre fleury he's in his, in his french accent he's like is a bunch of uh white guys uh cheering <laughs> <laughs> he means like people dressed in white but he's like yeah. Yeah, a bunch of white guys <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. Um, so Chicago made the list. Max Domi, Huberto. We're doing and, pretty good so far. Truba, too. yeah. Said the, the Madhouse on Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a game there. It was it was pretty intense. Uh, Tampa also made the list. The best feedback. Uh, so they're asking Kale McCarr. Right. He smiles, right? A little smirk. He's like, well, I kind of like playing in Tampa now. Because he won. Because they won the cup there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loved that. Right. Uh, Larkin also said uh, Tampa. Mm. And then Minnesota. So uh, Rinsky, and then I guess that was Makar's real answer. Right. He says, yeah. So the only one we're wrong so far is Winnipeg that we didn't have. Yeah, you didn't take Winnipeg. So Carolina w- was the one we took instead of Winnipeg. Wait, you didn't take Seattle? Okay, Seattle, yeah. Yeah, and you didn't take Winnipeg. He's up on that Carolina pick. <laughs> and Winnipeg was a great pick. I can't uh, believe these crazy hockey players weren't picking Carolina. And the last one was uh, Vegas. Dreisaitl and uh, he sure right. uh, picked Vegas. So who else did we pick that was – so who instead of Seattle did we need to pick? You guys had L.A., Carolina, oh, Montreal, LA Boston, was... and Vancouver. None of those ones made the list. Right. But, I mean, I think those are all – Vancouver pick was just atrocious. I, I, <laughs> I think the Puck Daddies need to make a, a trip to all the, the top yeah, arenas. Yeah, I, I think we got to do, like, a road trip here. Yeah. Maybe, like, <laughs> we go to each of these rinks and then we rate them. Mm. Yeah, rating. Yeah. Rank review, but actually yes. rank the top end ranks. Yeah, <laughs> ranking every team's crowd. Like, then we ice, can do it. Then we can keep ice. our. Th- hey, we do it. We keep our thoughts to ourselves. Then we do a draft. <laughs> Ooh, no, I, I'd say like we just do a series on, uh, no, on the YouTube fun. channel, eh? We uh, on TikTok. Got to get on the ice. And rank, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Best, who's got yeah. the best ice? Like we'll bring our blades. Mm. Yeah, ranking every team's fan base. Like which right. which NHL team has the best fan base? I like that. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Okay. NHL, look us up, bud. <laughs> Yeah, D- Dusty, who said that he lived a couple blocks from uh, the Winnipeg Arena, he says, "I'm surprised, even with the whiteout, that they made know. the list." Yeah. 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 So, All right. Well, that was that was fun. That's cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, what else we got? We're we gonna wrap it up there. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah. I think we talked about everything. We're we're just gonna go and sulk for a little bit about. Yeah, the- we're gonna cry about the Leafs not making it. Um, you know what though? I'm actually excited for just kind of seeing how everything unfolds throughout the off season. W- would you be okay if like, no I changes see were made? T- no. Okay. I'm excited to see change, and if there's not, then God help us. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to see change. Here's the thing, uh-huh. is every year they say that like th- things need to change, you can't keep doing the same thing with the same players and expect different results, right? I think now that they got out of the first round and then still proved that, they, that those bad demons read their head again, like those bad habits. Yep. Like, you can't even make the excuse now that there doesn't need to be change, you know? Like, clearly, yes. clearly Matthews and Marner together isn't working in the playoffs. Yes. So, what I was hoping is, you know, a few years ago, first round bump, first round bump, every year, right? I'm just hoping, okay, they don't have to change anything. we got great players, good core. They're just not used to the playoffs. Next year, they're going to do good, right? And then the Raptors won. You the were game. on the always, there's always next year crew, right? Well, it's, it's like they're... They, it's the same crew, but with a little more experience. And, like, they know, mm-hmm. oh, Nasty Nyes is, is coming up, though, eh? Yeah. So maybe, right, that... that well, Nyes Matthews what, could be a good line. What about Matt Murray, right? Like, he didn't play. He was supposed to be our savior. Oh, Matt, Matt Murray is probably not even going to play a single game next year. <laughs> okay. You think you think he's just done for? Yeah, he's he's going to be, uh, what do they call it, uh, Roby Dot Island. Roby Dot Island. Okay. Okay. Or if they're lucky, they'll trade him. To, they'll put him on Let's LTIR and trade Joffrey. him to Arizona. Let's bring back Joffrey. Oh, oh yeah, I get, get Lupo <laughs> back in the mix, eh? So, so you'd be upset if nothing changes. You want something to happen? Yes. I I feel like we've waited three years. There's been no real big like the core four is all all there. They need. They just. It just can't work with so much money dedicated. Yeah, I don't want to hear, want to hear the, the term. The quartet. Core. The quartet. The They're core not going to be able to get rid of JT, but 
Yeah, they will. Someone's going to have to – no, no, they're not. Unless they somehow trade, like, Marner and JT together for, like, a Ooh. huge thing or something. I, pre- I think, like, I wouldn't mind if, if JT left because uh, – or, or, like – No, I wouldn't mind either. Yeah. I'm just saying good luck. Like, no one wants that contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you yeah. got to – you almost have to just ride it out and hope that he can keep producing a point per game. Fair. They can retain. They got the, the cash. We'll retain six. Uh, Joe Soul here says, I got a bad feeling Panthers fan will be the last for fan base. Yeah, I went to a Panthers game, and it was... It's a Leafs scream. It's a Leafs game. Yeah, it's a yeah, Leafs We went Leafs versus Panthers. Half of it is Leafs fans. Yeah. Like, every every game is an away game for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could only imagine. And every game for the Leafs is a home game. Like, every yes. Leafs game I've gone on to on the road... Tons of Leafs fans in there. Um, but actually, I looked this up for the teams that are still left in the in the playoffs. Yeah. The ranking of the fan base, like which team has the largest fan base, which teams has the smallest. Seattle Kraken, smallest fan base. I but mean, they're new. So. They're new. I think they're growing. They're going to grow really quick. Yes. Now that they've, well, same with like Vegas, right? Like they're an seems expansion like, team, oh, so they grow like, really quick. Yeah. But they were still in the mix for the playoffs, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Second worst or lowest fan base, Florida Panthers. Yeah. In the playoffs, uh-huh. still, right? Yeah. Next, Carolina Hurricanes. Off the bottom three are the are that's three of the Hurricanes, which is oh, that's false. I, it's surprising. I've seen it. No, I've no, it's it. it's, it's not about the passion. It's about the size. Yeah. And the viewers, the TV the ratings. That's false. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe Carolina is just in an area where not a lot. Of, no chance. You can't say you're not. We're not saying that Carolina fans aren't good fans. We're no. just saying that the size and the viewership that they bring isn't as much as the other teams. Maybe they still have a big surrounding they sold out area. A 60, the biggest hockey game ever. They sold out the most amount matter. of people. It that, does matter. I'm, I'm just it looking at matter. some random There's number no, of fans. Yeah, this is some random ass fact check. This stadium <laughs> maps. Get rid. Get that off my screen. Um, <laughs> Carolina. And then Ar- Arizona That's Coyotes. So Arizona Coyotes is is, is ahead of Carolina. Yeah. Arizona's bigger, and they're playing in a university. A- Arizona Coyotes couldn't even sell out a, a, a university college game, <laughs> and they're going to say that the that Hurricanes. Oh my, Hurricanes are top ten, in, I, top five in the league. Ar- Arizona fans are very loyal. I will say, if you're an Arizona fan, you're top dog because they've been so mismanaged. Oh, and if you're still a fan in Arizona, then kudos to you. You know. Yeah, you enjoy the hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina's got Arizona it. fans, we we feel you. Like it's just a different kind of pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know the uh, the Leafs had this like weird stretch for the longest time where they would never make the playoffs, but they would never finish poorly enough to get a good draft pick. Yeah, it was like they got stuck so, in the middle yeah. for for like a good ten years. They had a decade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. They're just middle. So I, I don't know. There's a few teams maybe they're stuck in that. Like they 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 can't. They don't make the playoffs. Break through the next level. Yeah, they're just like a mediocre team cheering for mediocrity. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah, let's uh, wrap the uh, pod up there. Thanks a lot for everyone who joined us on the live. Always love seeing your comments. Big thanks to uh, everyone who's supporting the pod, supporting the puck daddy. If you want to get access to the – if you guys are here for the whole live, that's great. Love it. If you want to get access to the podcast a day early, if you aren't available during the live, hit that membership uh, thing, and you can get access to it a day early, which is – Supports the pod, so thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate all you beauties. We'll Fuck daddies. Next week. Yeah. Gonna change the positive. world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. Up!